1. The cloud of yellow mushroomed from the Universal Health Initiative building. Benton Greer watched the particulate matter float languidly towards the streets, towards the waiting and uplifted faces. He took off his backpack, unzipped it, and removed the black gas mask and small silver tank inside. It took precious seconds to screw the oxygen source onto the filtration mask. When next Benton looked upwards, his face was protected. His eyes roved the masses, watching how accepting they all were. The nostrils of millions around the country were inhaling dose six for the year. All the necessary vaccines rolled into one health-assuring cocktail. Benton knew better. He knew the truth about the additives, the truth withheld from the public. He wasn't just another paranoid prepper, a guy with ten years' worth of cans lining the shelves in his garage and a fallout shelter in the basement. Maybe paranoid and prepper were redundant terms, but Benton figured you couldn't be considered paranoid when the source of paranoia is wholly factual. He had known from the beginning. Dan gave his life to bring the truth to light. Benton would do everything he could to make his friend's death mean something. The UHI's Disbursement of Regular Antibodies for a Greener Nation, DRAG.N for short, pronounced Dragon, had been the president's platform for re-election. Had the dragon failed, the president would not have been re-elected. So the government made sure the dragon did not fall, but fly. Benton knew that eventually they'd all realize, all of them, every lemming in the great inhaling populace. Sooner or later, they'd know how very foolish they were to welcome the dragon. Benton took a deep breath, filling his lungs with oxygen, his chest rising and then falling slowly. From a distance he saw a neon green jacket, sign of a UHI employee. He moved quickly into a side alley and knelt down behind a city dumpster. His watch read 9.05. Five minutes to go before the inhalation period would be over and another ten minutes before the gas would be dissipated and ineffectual. Benton's right knee was already aching, an ancient sports injury flaring. When the Universal Health Initiative was first proposed, no one had taken it seriously. Privatized insurance and choice of health treatment were part of free will in the country. Those who had it, had it. Those who didn't, well, they didn't. Vaccines weren't mandatory, unless required by employment or educational institution. It's not that people were against providing health care to the less fortunate. No, that wasn't it. The opposition to the idea stemmed from individuals refusing to accept the UHI for themselves. It was one thing to give medical assistance to needy people. It was quite another thing to force it on everyone. The government pushed its own agenda, though. Not all that surprising. The votes of the people rigged for the desired outcome. Benton couldn't believe that 81% of Americans actually believed that the UHI was for the public good. If the vote hadn't been rigged, then America was a land of the brave and the naive. When his watch read exactly 9.20, Benton stood up, removed his mask, and tucked it back into his pack, not bothering to detach the small tank. He walked casually out of the alley, looking neither left nor right. 
He'd learned from experience that if you searched the streets for danger, then danger was more likely to spot you. His car was only two blocks away.